As you know, short form social media content reigns supreme. And if you're looking to grow your audience on social media, you got to hop on this wave. In this episode of the Social Media Locker Room, I'm going to give you 10, that's right, 10 expert tips that'll help you level up your short form content and ultimately blow up all of your social media channels. Now, I know what you're thinking. What qualifies me, right? What gives you the right to give me a tip about anything? So I get it and I got you. First off, I'll start with my my, my academic background, background, right? So I went to school as an adult learner and didn't really know what path I was going to take in terms of my actual major. And then finally, I found communications and media. It was all of the stuff that I wanted to do. And the cool thing is that my coursework included classes like social media, wink, wink, podcasting, voila, and also digital storytelling, right? So for me, I know if I would have went to went the traditional route, like went to college right after high school and wasn't an adult learner, that some of the classes that kind of led me towards my path wouldn't have been available 10 years ago, right? So I think it's really cool that um, the education that I have actually aligns with my mission, passion, which is, you know, helping folks with their social media. And also it's worth noting that I am a certified, yes, I said certified, social media specialist. Number two, my day job. My full-time job is as a social media manager, I manage 14 accounts across all of our relevant social media platforms like your TikToks, your YouTubes, Instagrams, Twitters, Facebook, right down the line. And um, I also manage a really large Facebook group of over 40,000 members. And also at my job, We have multiple brands, including a business consulting firm, um, our CEO's personal brand that I manage, and an award-winning streaming TV network. And we also just launched our first SaaS uh, product. So that's going to be rolling out soon. So I have also, you know, a diverse, you know, mix of different types of uh, platforms that I manage. And also my own company, right? I own my company, Game Pick Sports LLC, which is a part of the Game Pick Sports Network, which is the social media locker room. All of this, all of this content that we're providing um, this month and moving forward is all associated with my business. And in my business, I also help, you know, companies, specifically mission-driven organizations here in the Atlanta area with their social media solutions. So that's a big part of what I do on a day-to-day. And then last but not least, I'm a content creator myself. I have over 165,000 subscribers slash followers across all social media platforms. We're monetized on YouTube. We have over 130,000 followers on TikTok. So we are really, really here to make sure that all of the nuggets and information that are locked inside of this head are available to you. And that's really what this is all about. And that's why we're launching the um, social media locker room. This is actually our second episode of the show. But the first one was kind of an edited, fast moving, 10 minute short clip, um, which is really dope. And you can go check it out on our YouTube channel. But, you know, I wanted to do something a little more conversational so I can really just connect with you and make sure that I provide that value. Also, it'll be, you know, 
remiss of me not to mention that we are live on a couple of new platforms today. So big shout out to anyone who's catching this on LinkedIn, which is wild. We're going live on LinkedIn. Um, also, we're on Kick, which is a new streaming uh, platform if you're not familiar with it. We're also streaming in our Facebook group, our social media locker room face, Facebook group of about 300 uh, participants. Big shout out to Danny, who you know gave me the keys to the car a, a, a little while ago to run that group. And I'm trying to like kind of get it cooking again. And then we have uh, Twitter. We also streaming live on our Facebook group for Game Pick Sports LLC or for the uh, Game Pick Sports um, network, I should say. And then last but not least, we're streaming live on YouTube. So it's super exciting. I'm going to have a sip of this coffee so I can get, I know you guys want these, these gems. So I'm going to go ahead and drop something on you. Mm. Using this oat milk creamer. Yo, this, this sweet oat milk creamer, which is crazy good, yo. It's so good. If you are on any of our platforms, you might see a video above this. That's about 15 seconds long. Earlier this morning, yo, I started streaming, y'all, and it was not, it, the stream just wasn't streaming. It, I had everything set up. I was locked into all of these channels. I had my thumbnail, everything, and all of a sudden, like, I started streaming, and there was no visuals. So I had to switch cameras, just kind of a mess, but hey, that's a part of the game. Also, all of these episodes will be available in audio form on all of the relevant stream um podcast platforms so you could check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so let's get into it so the first tip the first tip if you are trying to blow up on social media and please don't turn off the camera don't leave when i say this don't be upset with me this is just something that i have to do but i promise you when i finish dropping this one you're going to have a different um, take on it. You're going to have a different opinion. So you have to start with a remarkable hook. I know, I know. Listen, I'm tired of hearing that. If I hear another social media coach or guru say, you got to have a good hook. Like the first three seconds is just so important. Like for me, I throw up in my mouth a little bit when I say it, y'all. It ain't no fun. But I have an unconventional method that works well for me personally as a content creator. It works well for my mentors. Uh, some of my mentors who've kind of coached me on short form video, they either manage some of the biggest, biggest people out there or they're the biggest creators themselves. And also, this is something that works for my paying clients. Folks who pay money for my company and me to create their short form video content. So this works for me, for my mentors, and for the clients, right? And it might be a bit controversial, but hear me out on this one. When I say hooks, I'm really talking about topics and questions. Write that down. Topics and questions. What we've been trained to believe is that when you are creating a hook, you're creating like a script, right? So your script could be something like, hey, 
top three ways to save money on, you know, on your bills this month. That's that's not a hook to me. It used to be. And if you want to consider it a hook because it's what you say in the first three seconds of your video, I wouldn't disagree with that. So technically, yeah, it is a hook, but that's not how we hooking no more. The hooks ain't hooking, y'all. The hooks ain't hooking no more. So this is what you do. So stop scripting. Write this down. Stop scripting and just start talking. Stop scripting and just start talking. Get in front of the camera. Let it roll. Stop worrying about, yo, let me write out this whole script. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be against you doing a, a bullet point script, but unless you're a person that really struggles with public speaking or struggles with even communicating openly, like, and just having a conversation, then maybe you need to script it out. I get it. But the people who are likely consuming this information right now are people who are creators, people who are creators or people who are producers of content for others, for clients or whatever it may be. And you have that gift where you can either pull out the information out of your subject, or if you're in front of the camera, you can actually, you can actually talk your way into creating good content. Just speak, just speak freely. And, and the thing that you're talking about, you have to be an expert on. Right. So don't go in there talking about, you know, what I'm saying um, osteoporosis if you don't know about it. You have to be knowledgeable on the topic that you choose. So if you if you're not knowledgeable on it and you're and you're super passionate about speaking about that thing, make sure that you do your homework. So those are my nuggets for number one, which is you have to start with a, a remarkable hook. But. Stop scripting and just start talking. And last thing is, I got a ninja tip on that. When you're editing your video, ninja tip alert, ninja, ninja, ninja tip. When you're editing your video, don't be afraid when you're cutting your videos not to just let it rock on a linear level. It doesn't need to be like, I started speaking at A, I ended at Z, let me cut everything up in between. You can move pieces around. Some of the best hooks, some of the best hooks do not, you know, are not at the beginning of the video. They do not start the video. You might assess something towards the middle or even the end of the video that was the hook. It's okay when you're editing to bring that bad boy up to the front, okay? If you guys need help with editing tips, let me know and I'll, I'll maybe even create a video around that. So that's number one. Number two, keep your videos concise and focused. You want to aim for bite-sized, easily digestible content that delivers a clear message or evokes an emotional response. Shorter videos tend to perform better in terms of viewer retention. And the big thing I would say back to editing is don't be afraid to trim the fat. Sometimes when you film something, let's say you film a, you know, a three to five minute video, you film this video and you're like, oh my God, this video is so great. I love what I did. I have to, I have to share everything. This, I have to trim this three minute video down to one minute. How am I going to do it? 
No, we got to get off that time, y'all. It's okay to trim the fat. So you got that emotional connection to the content that you create in these little clips. You got to be okay with trimming the fat, getting rid of as much of it as possible to make sure that you provide a concise and focused video. So that's tip number two. Trim the fat, keep your videos concise and focused. And one more thing I would say on that, when you are actually filming, make sure you're mindful. This is a ninja tip. Make sure you're super mindful of your tone, your tonality, how you're speaking. Oftentimes people do these videos and they're like, you won't believe what happened to me when I walked down the street. I walked down the street and I actually like saw this chicken and the chicken had a head. Like, no, man, no, we, we got to do better, y'all. It's really about peaks and valleys. When I'm talking to someone, I want to make sure that I go up and I go down. I take them here and I take them there. You want to make sure that you kind of put some kind of swag into it, some kind of almost performance into it. You know what I'm saying? And I know it might not be how you naturally speak, you know what I'm saying? But there are times when you're comfortable with your friends where they see every aspect of your being. And that's what you want to relay to your audience on social media. It's not fronting. It's not pretending. It's really you, but it's you being an intentional version of yourself when you show up on camera. All right. Number three, create a, create a consistent brand aesthetic, establish a recognizable visual, visual style for your video. So you can use consistent sets. Like for me, I, I typically film here in my home studio, um, colors, whether that's the colors on your fonts, the type of emojis you use, your design elements, maybe even your editing style, just try to create a, a memorable brand identity. And the consistency is going to really help you help you to build trust uh, with your audience. But ninja ninja tip: Do not be afraid to pivot. I'll repeat that, and you can write it down. Do not be afraid to pivot. What happens oftentimes, and I see it all the time, especially on Instagram, because listen, y'all. It's nothing wrong with it. It might be effective for some, but the the feed aesthetic of like, yo, I need to have like all of my, you know, my grid needs to look a certain way. Like, that's cool. It's nothing wrong with it, but that's not going to make or break your account. There are tons and tons of accounts that are super successful without doing that. On the other side of that coin, there are a bunch of them that are successful. So you just got to find what works for you. Your aesthetic doesn't need to look like the next person's aesthetic, but I would say this. If it ain't working, it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change the colors of your fonts. It's okay to change your locations, your set, try filming outside. It's okay to use a mic. It's okay to not use a mic. If you feel like things are not working, it's okay to pivot. One little caveat there, I wouldn't go day to day, week to week with that. What does that mean? If some something doesn't work after a week, I'm not giving up on it. If you believe in it and you think it's good, I, I rock with you and I rock with that. I would say give it at least 90 days. 90 days is kind of like my test. Like, you know what? It, if it didn't work after 90 days, chances are it might not be working and you need to pivot. And that's okay. You won't be 
penalized for doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's important that we're aware enough to pivot when necessary. All right. Number four, harness the power of storytelling. So I mentioned to you guys that I, uh, one of my, my classes in college was digital storytelling, which, yo, blew my mind to it. But take it a step further, you know, at my work in one of our events, we had like a master storyteller, one of the greatest storytellers in the country come in and do like a half day workshop with our clients. Me as a staff member, I had the luxury and and privilege of like sitting in the room and getting the information too. So I, I cannot stress enough the importance of sharpening that sword and exercising that muscle of storytelling when it comes to your social media content. So it's important to craft narratives and and convey messages that really um, play on the power of human emotions and can captivate your viewers and also incorporate storytelling that involves conflict. Right. So if you're doing like for me, I create NBA content, any kind of drama that I can create, like, you know, based on a story. Let's say uh, there's a guy, John Morant. He's a basketball player who has a bunch of stuff, including showing weapons on IG Live. When I saw that come out, I knew that I could create some kind of content that would, you know, evoke some emotions in people. Also, you want to um make make sure your content around stories has relevant characters, people who are relatable. So I think there's, and this is a ninja trick too. I think there is a misconception that when people say storytelling, they need to be stories about you. They do not. The stories don't necessarily need to be about you. You can make a list of stories and the stories don't have to be yours. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel like, yo, like, man, I'm a, like nothing interesting is happening to me. Like, what, what, what am I going to do a story about? Like, I don't I don't have anything to do a story about. No, the stories don't have to be about you. OK, so that's a good one. Number five, spend time researching. This is something that is totally neglected in so many spaces. I think people are so busy wanting to create the content that they feel like consuming the content is a waste of time. That is not true. Anyone who's good at this spends time observing and consuming this. Now, I would say, don't waste your whole life. Like if you got 24 hours in a day, you know, eight to 10 hours, if you look at your screen time app, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and you're spending eight to 10 hours, that's not good. Even if it's creating and consuming, right? You don't need to spend that much time on these social media platforms doing research. But what you should do is schedule some time. What I um, have on my calendar now is 30 minutes a day of intentional research-based consumption. Like 30 minutes, I'm on like taking notes, y'all. Like who are the creators that I really like? What was their you know, most successful piece of content in the last week? What was their hook? How long was the video? Where did they shoot it? Did they use trending audio? Like all of that good stuff. It has to be almost as if you're conducting a scientific observation. You got to look at it like it's science. 
in order for you to really get the most out of your, um, you know, exploration time. So make sure that you're spending time researching. Number six, engage your audience. Foster a sense of community by actively responding to comments, messages, and any mentions that you might get. And you want to prompt conversations. Try your best. And this is something I'm super guilty of just because of my bandwidth. Uh, Oftentimes when I respond to somebody, I'll be like, thanks for the comment or fire emoji. You're awesome. But really, when I'm on, when I'm in my bag, what I'm doing is, oh my God, what makes you think? Uh, what what makes you say that? Or, oh my God, where where are you based? Um, you know, hey, what did you like most about this video? If you respond to a comment with a question, you are opening the door to send signals, waves of signals to the respective social media platform that that post or that you know that piece of content is cooking. So try to respond to your comments with questions and keep the conversation going. So if they ask a question to you, you answer the question. And at the end of that comment, you also include another question. Um, And another thing is use video replies. Like on TikTok, you can do video replies. Now on Instagram, you can do video replies. Like I believe on YouTube Shorts, you can even do video replies. I haven't done any yet, but like, yo, video replies are the wave. A, it's an easy way to create content. You could just bang out videos by just responding to people. And then the other thing is, is that you create a personal connection with the viewer. So it's like, it's one thing for me to be like, fire sign emoji, fire sign emoji. Thanks. Then me showing up on camera like, oh, yo, I was going to drop a comment, fire sign emoji, fire sign emoji, but I wanted to do it in person. Thank you so much for your comment. Whoa. And if you take it a step further, thank you so much for your comment. And by the way, let me know what you think about this particular topic. People will be blown away, especially if it's somebody that really is interested in what you're doing. It creates like memorable, memorable connections. Number seven, collaborate with influencers and micro influencers, partner, partner up with them in your target market. And also you can co-create content or even feature them in your videos. No, I get it. It might be hard for you to, to connect with an influencer, right? But there are ways to do it. It's really about just ringing bells. And here's another ninja trick. You could collaborate with them without them even knowing. You could collaborate with Kylie Jenner, you know what I'm saying? Without her even knowing. And I'll tell you how. So this is what you want to do. You want to make sure on TikTok specifically, on TikTok specifically for your favorite accounts, the people that you want to get their fans to look at you, you want to get the eyeballs of their audience, go to their comment section of their videos, go to their most recent video, the one that they just dropped. And when you go to their comment section, don't just drop regular comments. Drop video comments. You can drop video comments in their comment section. So it creates a video on your page. And then when everybody is scrolling and they see like text, 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 all of a sudden they're going to see this face of this person like, yo, I'm doing, I'm putting myself out there. I'm getting on Kylie Jenner's comment page. What's going to happen is they're going to click on you. They're going to go see your page. If they like what you're doing, they might even follow you or be a, you know, a subscriber. You don't need Kylie Jenner, the the influencer's 
to to support you or connect with you. You can hijack their audience, yo. So go ahead and do that. That's a ninja trick. Another one is on Instagram is to use the GIFs. So now they have like the GIFs, GIFs, you know, however you pronounce it, uh, that you can uh, comment and reply with those little images. That's dope. That's another thing that, you know, it's really about um, pattern interrupt. People scroll casually through comment sections, through feeds. If you can do something to abruptly make them pay attention to you, then you'd have an advantage there. So that's another thing. For Instagram, you can also, um, you know, actually comment just with text. But I would strongly recommend using those GIF images to kind of like stop the scroll. Okay. Number eight, ride the wave of trending topics. Keep an eye out for trending topics, challenges, viral memes, and incorporate these into your videos in a creative way. Capitalize on current trends and make sure that you create content that will help you kind of gain the visibility that you're looking for. And also creating that kind of content increases shareability. People will want to share those kind of videos. Now, there are ways to find trending you know, content on all of these platforms on Instagram specifically, they have like a whole trending section now, but there are actually services that you can pay that will send you the stuff, which is really dope. Now at the moment, I do not have, unfortunately, I do not have the bandwidth to create a, um, you know, a paid, you know, monthly or weekly report to give you these trends. However, I do have an email list. And on that email list, I try my best to share out free information for you. So if you're interested in that, all you have to do is visit bit.ly slash Robin Marks Nathaniel. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash R-O-B-I-N-M-A-R-X-N-A-T-H-A-N-I-E-L. So bit.ly slash Robin Marks Nathaniel. And every week or two, I send out the trends that I get from the services that I use, but also I'm on a bunch of different newsletters with information about social media, about artificial intelligence, and I'll be sharing that out with you. So please sign up for that. Number nine, optimize for platform-specific features. This is good, y'all. This is good. Different social media platforms have have unique features, such as um, duets on TikTok, remixes on Reels, but also... Um, there are new things happening all the time. On Instagram, for example, they just dropped broadcast channels, uh, I think a couple of months ago, maybe. It, it might have been around, been around for a few weeks. But broadcast channels are really dope. It's essentially like having a one-way email you know, service or something. Like you could send a message out to everyone who subscribes to your, to your broadcast channel and they can't like go into the group chat and respond or anything. It's just really powerful in terms of marketing and getting your word out about launches, products, even posts. If you have a post that you're about to drop, you could give them a heads up like, hey, I'm about to post this, but I wanted you guys to see it first. What do you think? It's just a really great way to build connection with your audience. Now, there's another feature, I would even say another app even, like that just dropped, like literally today. It dropped, today's the 6th when I'm recording this, time of recording this is July 6th, and Instagram just dropped Threads. 
Threads. And what is Threads? Threads is like Instagram's Twitter. Like they going at Elon right now, yo. It's wild. So if you want to get Threads, all you have to do is go to the uh, you know settings section of your of your Instagram page, and it'll be a a big thing saying Threads. And you just click it, and you can go claim your username. It seems like it's going to be pretty dope, yo. So I'm 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 testing it out today. I'll let you know maybe in the next episode what I think about it. And if you guys have questions about any of that, please drop them in the comments and let me know. Next up is number 10. This is our last one. And this one is from the heart, y'all. I talked about tonality earlier. Let me get a sip of this coffee so I can really drive this home. So I talked about tonality. I talked about storytelling. And this kind of ties into it. It really, really ties into it. You want to you want to spark emotion and inspire action. Emphasize the importance of, you know, of life, you know, and, and the human, the human aspect of life. You want to make sure you talk about memorable experiences, remarkable experiences, things that will resonate with people. Here's a good, um, you know, exercise for yourself. When you are doing your research on social media, let's say you booked your 30 minutes to do your your social media exploration to go to the different platforms. When you stop on a video that really makes you feel happy, that makes you really feel sad, or really makes you laugh, save that video and go take a look at it later, especially when you're creating your content. That's what you want to do in these videos, right? If it makes you reflect, it makes you think, it makes you question something like that. Now you are clicking if you can do that. So you want to evoke emotions, laughter, inspiration, empathy, whatever it is. You know, when when viewers feel strongly, they're more likely to share your content and take action if you're actually selling a product or, you know, offering a service. So if you come across a video like that, study that video for inspiration. There you have it. My top 10 tips to blow up on social media. If you have questions, please drop them in the comment section on YouTube. That would be very helpful if you drop the comments on YouTube. We will reply to every single comment. I'm Robin Marks. Thank you so much for pulling up to the social media locker room. I'll see you next time. Peace.